Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Miss Laura? I am good. I was trying to finish Hi. my baby. Hey. <laughs> we have a guest today. You want to introduce Amy? Um well, finish your sentence first, and then yes, let's do that. Oh, I was explaining the pause in my hello was that I was chewing my bagel. So right, got to give your, got to have your bagels, got to have my, your bagels. Got my coffee and my vape bagel, and I got a joint here. I'm all ready. Well, Amy, Amy, hello and welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast today with Mama's Baked. We appreciate you being here. Um, it's been great to get to know you recently. Um, and so a little introduction, you, um, have started up and been running the group, the Canna Friends group here in Phoenix, which is an opportunity for cannabis professionals to network with one another, um, as well as, um, you have a long history that I'm sure you're going to tell us a little bit more about, we hope, of working with cannabis businesses, uh, in the social media space including a fun story about internal organs. So can't wait to hear that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. But first, um, how's everybody been doing this week? A little touch base. We like to touch in with um, how how's things going right now? What's been going on in the last week? And, you know, how's it hanging? Yes. Jump in, Amy. Tell us a little about your your uh, week and what what a normal Amy week is like in the cannabis industry. Oh, you're implying that there's anything normal about anything. Actually, this weekend I ended up not doing anything because I'm just now recovering from 420 because the social media for 420 starts a month ahead of time, of course, and um, it was. It was definitely a marathon that I've been taking a break from. So I've, I've been kind of laying low lately. I always needed rest, rest, rest. I have, what did I do this week? God, that's the hard part is I can remember what I did the past week. Work. The pet, not my pets. Um, oh, I'm just stepping outside the house really quick. That's, you know, that's me. Oh, yeah. That's we me. had Mother's Day. Yes, Mother's Day this weekend. Yeah. I basically followed suit with Amy. I just relaxed. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing a lot of work this weekend, but I'm going to just not do that instead. So that's what I did this weekend. It's hard to do that. It's not easy. No, it's really not. I binge watched Claws, the TV show Claws on Hulu. I did do that. So, yes, I joined you in the work avoidance weekend or the taking a break or, yeah, I chilled. 
did a little yeah. work, but people still got to eat. But I didn't do a lot. Yeah, Nothing, no, was... no major breakthroughs though this week. Oh, I'm doing um, I'm started doing content for the Earl Times, a new website they're working out. So yeah, get kind of getting to know those people this week, and it's just interesting. So yeah, that was my week. It sounds interesting. I really want to dive into that a little bit more, but I know you don't want to burn any bridges or say anything, you know, out of line. But um, well, no, everybody's been really nice. I uh, I have my own plan for what I want to do, and they're completely open to it. Just like can of That's good. Let me do sure. my thing. So, uh, we'll see how the well, we kind of lost you there for a second, but perhaps that was just the vortex. And I think she's gone. I think we lost her all the way. That's all right. She'll come back in in a minute. So you relax, Amy. Um, now you heard the big news, though, right? You heard the big news. YouTube cracking down on on uh, their channels. Yeah, I knew it was coming. In fact, I'm surprised it took this long because YouTube is owned by Google, and Google is Google is not cannabis friendly, as you know from doing SEO. It's extremely difficult to do SEO for the cannabis industry. You have to be super creative, at which, right. of course, comes to social media as well. But um, it's funny because somebody posted that in the CannaFriends group on Facebook. And my comment was, wow, it'll be interesting to see what happens with channels like Greenflower Media. And then it got deleted. So I'm hoping that it wasn't me. Right. I hope I'm, I did not. I'm guessing jinx them. it wasn't you. <clears throat> I don't think you jinxed them. I think uh, there might have been a crackdown. You know. Uh, well, you know what? I in some ways, to... some of the stuff that gets cracked down on, I'm okay with. If it's crappy content, if it doesn't look professional, if the lighting and everything is bad, to me, um, we need to portray the cannabis industry in a professional manner, which Greenflower Media did. I mean, they really put great content out there. It's very professional. And um, I think that the thing that really got them in trouble was the consumption on their videos. And I think it's the online consumption that YouTube seems to, or has gotten the attention of YouTube, I should say. Um, I don't have, I have my own YouTube channel, but it's so dumb. Like there's nothing on there. Um, I don't do YouTube for anybody else. So I haven't had to skirt this, but yeah. Thanks for the update on that. Right. Well, Hey, let's, um, let's do a quick uh, station pause, so to speak really quick and try to get Laura back on the line. I'll talk to you in a sec. Welcome Hello. back. Oh, hi. Sorry. I had to get something to drink. I have like such severe cotton mouth. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to talk about what we were um, partaking in this morning or not. Morning. Good it's morning. Funny. Welcome back from the vortex. Um, I posted this morning a bunch of orange stuff because I was smoking orange wreck. 
And then you came over with what? What was the strain you brought? The Dutchie? Tangerine Power. Mmm. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it is. It's yummy. And it's a Dutchie, so you know it's good. Yes. It was very enjoyable. We are big fans of the Dutchies on this podcast. Oh, I love Dutchies. Oh, right now. So I'll be shopping tomorrow. For the Dutchies. Perfect. Gonna go try and find one of those uh, carton huh? They have those anywhere? That's what I need to find. I don't know if they do that. Who'd we? Oh, did we lose Laura again? That's a shame. Let's see if she finds her way back in or not. I don't know. She might not be able to record today. All right, quick break. Let's get Laura back on the line. Bye. Ta-da! Ta-da! We always overcome. Absolutely. That's the nature of us. So now that we're back and we have overcome the vortex for at least another five seconds. We shall try. Yes. We were talking about our lovely orange flower this morning. Laura, you were going to tell us a little bit about your um, quest to find some duchies. Yes. I am off in the morning. Uh, My daughter's visiting from out of town. And so I have to go to Phoenix. So I usually don't get to go to Phoenix that often, but I have uh, Dutchy goals in mind. I'm hoping to find there was at, at one time a deal where if you bought, I think it was 10 packs, like a carton of cigarettes, it was a carton of Dutchies and there was like a 20% nice. discount or a discount. So maybe that's in my Fingers future. Crossed. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Is Amy on now? If so, please update us. Is Amy on now? I can't hear you. Yes, and I will also I'll ask Allison because that that would be a duchy thing to offer a promotion like that. And I don't know if they do. It was something back when they first launched. And uh, I remember we talked about it at Oh, that because I would buy it all day long. Right? Right, every month. Well, I know I didn't pull it out of thin air because I wouldn't have, but it, it might have been a launch. Maybe not every month. Yeah, it might have been a launch special. <laughs> Could be. But we talked about it in October at that convention. In October. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to get with Allison about that and see what's, what's the deal. Yeah, I'll you know? ask her. Cool. Figure out what's happening. So today, are we uh, ready, ladies, to jump into our topic uh, du jour? Absolutely. So big news this week, YouTube shut down Green Flower Media, which um, maybe, Amy, you can even talk a little bit more about who they are and what they were doing, because you're our resident social media expert. I am not a social media expert at all Mm-mm. uh laura are you a social media oh, expert no. <laughs> oh, no. the first step we're is that so far it. away from that. <laughs> yes we're so far away from that. and yet still i have to say that i probably know more about social media than say i would say probably 80 percent of 
you know, the business owners that I work with in my consulting work, right? I mean, I have a pretty generally good knowledge of it just because I'm in marketing. Right. Um, but I still feel like I don't know anything about it. I don't even have time to read terms and conditions. Girl, are you kidding me? And it switches so fast. Everything changes so quick. You got to be on top yeah. of it all the time. You can't just think what you knew last month goes today. Yeah, I was making a little joke about, you know, since um since they did shut down uh Greenflower, you know, I was like, uh well, you know what? At least our little five views on Pot of Wellness channel on YouTube hasn't been touched yet. Like, yes. Social <laughs> media game with our we I think we have like hundred and eighty five views on one of our videos, you know what I'm saying? But I mean okay, the tincture recipe <laughs> I think is up there, but yeah, for sure. Well, you yeah, know, that's yeah. still that's you still have people watching. I think the Greenflower Media. I mean, on your YouTube channel and your videos, are you guys consuming? Heck no. And I think that's what got Greenflower Media busted. Uh, the ones that I'm seeing, it seems as though it's the consumption online. And I've been telling people this for a couple of years. Uh, even if it's legal or you have your medical card. That doesn't mean that that network allows you to consume online. I, I don't do it, and I don't feel comfortable when people have pictures of me doing it. So that could be it. Oh, well, I think we lost Laura again for some reason. I'm not sure why. I heard her muttering back there for a minute, and then I heard her ding off. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the consumption, exactly. We talked about that a few minutes ago. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Ta-da. And we're back. Hello. We heard you back there, Laura. You did hear me muttering. talking? I, yeah. I heard I you could, muttering. I heard it a little bit, and then um, then you dinged off again. I did turn myself off this time. Yeah, because I, okay. I couldn't hear you guys. Amy was just starting to talk, and then it, nothing gotta love technology huh but we, we we truck through it that's all right a couple seconds here a couple seconds there no big we'll learn it together we'll learn it together so social media and cannabis we talked a little bit about youtube they shut them down now how many followers do you think that green flower media had amy i would say millions millions they yeah. were very I mean, they very, were basically very popular more about who they were what's that I said, can you tell us more about who they were? Yeah. So Greenflower Media has been pumping out tons of cannabis content for, I would say I first learned of them about four years ago um, when I started Hybrid Social. And um, they had amazing content on there. And I, like I said earlier, I think the issue with them getting shut down was that some of their videos have consumption. And whether right. that's smoking or eating, if that's what Google doesn't like, because Google owns YouTube, then you're at the mercy of them. So I, th I, I think it's because of consumption, but they haven't really said um, why. The, uh, the, there is a post on Greenflower's website regarding the shutdown. And even that's pretty vague. They said that they have um, contacted YouTube. They have only been told that it was a violation of community guidelines. 
they won't respond respond to them um they're they're changing their format at green flower to allow 100 percent access to all their content so they're going to kind of use that as a sort of a, a, a go around for the youtube shutdown but they say that they're going to continue to try to work with YouTube and figure out what the problem is. They're saying they believe it's related to the fact that cannabis is still a schedule one controlled. Oh substance. yeah, for sure. So that's why you can't post yeah. it. Um, that's why anything with pricing, you can't post on Facebook or Instagram, even though they do. And unfortunately I'm the biggest rebel in the world. I will break every rule. Uh, and I've been like this my whole life, but when it comes to this industry, I do not. And right. people have either got to start hiring professionals or reading the rules because this is your business and you need to know how you should be marketing out there. But stuff gets shut down anyway for just posting a picture of flour without pricing. So it's very frustrating to me um, and I'm sure a lot of other marketers. And a lot of our listeners aren't necessarily in the industry, just are kind of learning about the fringes of it too. So they're, you know, they're not even aware of the fact that there's any struggle at all involved in marketing businesses related to cannabis. They just assume right. that because it's been legalized in their minds because they know all their friends have pot now. They just assume in their head, oh, it's legal. They don't think about the banking. They don't think about the marketing, advertising. Um, they don't realize. Social media. Right, and they don't realize that as a medical versus a, uh, adult use slash recreational type of industry here in Arizona, that it's a whole different ball game just for that. You know, we're not Colorado or California or Washington. So there's a lot of different. It doesn't matter, though, because it's federal. Well, I'm just saying people don't understand any of that. They they just right. assume that we're just like the recreational state. So we're we're trying to let people in on sort of the a peek in the inside of the industry for those listeners that are intrigued by it all. It's a, it's a gauntlet. Basically, it's a big it's that big, you know, first you jump over the water and then you got to jump, climb through the tunnel and then you got to go over the rope wall and trying to get figure out the, the landscape and it's so interesting in this day and age because we are relying more and more and more on social media and our online um, experiences you know online reviews etc to make purchasing decisions to make decisions about where we go for maybe even health care or for different services we might get right and then and then we have this where, okay, like you mentioned, Laura, everybody is so uneducated or miseducated about cannabis, about the differences between um, adult use versus uh, medical programs, you know, how the in different states and different cities in different states. Um, but then also, where can they ever go to get good information? You know what I'm saying? You've got a platform like Green Flower Media that has been kind of pulling together a lot of great information for people that is kind of, to me, in a non-threatening format and a format that most even newcomers to <clears throat> to cannabis can, Learn. you know, work with and find stuff that, like, pertains to the questions they have in their mind, right? And it's an all-out war on that, too. 
and it likely won't change, uh, like you mentioned, Amy, until the federal law changes, right? That's the, the truth of the matter. So in the meantime, like, do we have recommendations for those people who are new to cannabis? How do you, where do you find information, right? Uh, or to um, the dispensaries and brands out there, I feel like we really do have an audience of those type of people as well. And, you know, how can they reach out to patients and or in the future adult use, uh, you know, clients, if you will, will have. And um, how do they get credible information out to the people when the, everything's being blocked or what are the ways to do it? kind of successfully or what amy oh we lost oh, okay it. so we'll be back with amy's answer on the minutes yeah hello hello wait for amy to pop amy back in right do to do this is our first Three-way. So, this is our first menage a trois, so everybody has to yeah. go the awkwardness of it with us. A couple extra hoops to jump through, so to speak. Yeah. So I did, uh, I was thinking too, um, I don't, have you ever, I had just, when I was doing a little research this last week, because I was so surprised by Green Flower getting shut down, I started right. doing a little research. There's Amy. Hey, she's back. She's back. Amy, I did present a question to you on the end of the last segment that you didn't hear. But then Laura was just uh, finishing up a thought really quick. So we'll let her finish up her thought and then we'll come back okay. over to you real quick. Yeah, I was just saying while I was doing research on YouTube closing Greenflower down, I was um, was I, a couple a website kept popping up in my research and I never did click on it to look into it. But it was WeedTube. So it was basically a, a cannabis version of YouTube, but with weed in front of it, weed tube. Have you ever heard of that one? Uh, Have you looked uh -huh. at that ever? I haven't looked at it yet. Every time I comment about YouTube, someone in Canada Friends always comments about weed tube. And um, I love it as an alternative, but here's my question is if YouTube is owned by Google and so essentially, Google is shutting down YouTube channels. What's going to happen to these websites now? Is Google going to start targeting actual websites? Well, that's a good big world question. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody has thought of this yet, but. Well, that ties it, into Bridget's question for you. Bridget, you want to give her the question back and that'll kind of. Yeah. So my question was two part, right? One, one part being. What do we tell the people who are our general listeners, which are, they're generally new to cannabis. They're just seeking out information. You know, they're not necessarily like dispensary agents or owners or anything. They're, they're, um, first, where do we send them for reliable and credible, you know, information in this day and age of everything getting shut down? And then the second part of that, which Amy is probably mostly for you, um, to those dispensary agents, cannabis companies, you know, people who are in the cannabis business or who would like to be in the cannabis business. And when I say that, I do not mean the underground drug dealing business. What I do mean is either, you know, licensed legal dispensary. You mean industry, not black market. And or, 
yeah, the industry, exactly. So, uh, you know, what tips and tricks and <coughs> recommendations and suggestions do you have for them? What things do they need to be keeping in mind? Um, okay, so your first part was, what do we tell people about why stuff gets shut down? No, that's really, where do we send patients to get credible information when things like Green Flower Media you are getting what? shut down, the which is a great The only other thing reason. I know is Leafly. Like, I send so many people to Leafly. Right. Leafly has a ton of great content as well, but like I said earlier about the websites, are Leafly and Weed Maps going to be targeted right. next? I would say Weed Maps probably because they allow black market deliveries to list on there, whereas Leafly does not. They only right. let licensed deliveries to be listed. Um, but then when it comes to small business owners, look, if you're a small business owner, you got to be professional. And that means reading the damn rules. And I know that sounds harsh and right. people hit, I agree to the terms of service. Well, if you click that and you didn't read them, it's kind of on you that you got shut down. And, but here's the thing is that um, I got shut down for a client on Instagram and I don't break any of the rules. It's because all they have to do is be reported once. And what happens is rival bud tenders right. are reporting Instagram accounts and Facebook pages and it's shitty. It's awful right. to do that because it's a my clients are amazing <laughs> and my clients are very medically based. They're very patient forward. They did not deserve to Instagram account but um, right. it got reported I did all my appeals it never came back but guess what that didn't damage business so whoever is doing this first of all needs to stop because it's not doing anything because we ha already have 650 followers in two weeks so um, we're still building it up but um, it's stupid and these social networks need to start being proactive instead of reactive. And when something is reported, they need to have teams that are reviewing these reports before just shutting stuff down. I think it's ridiculous. Right. So I think that there's first know the rules. If you hit, I agree, <laughs> then you agree. Um, if you break those rules and you get shut down, then you know what? Wah. I, I want to swear so badly. Go fuck yourself because it is your fault. But on the other hand, is right. the people just getting reported because people are assholes. So it's very frustrating for me. Um, <laughs> I, you never know. Like, here I am preaching, and I'm one of the targets. So it's ridiculous. Right. And I think, you know, we can yeah. still send people to the actual Greenflower website. It looks like in the next upcoming days, right. there'll be... It looks like... Honestly, they can go to Google as well, and... You know, typically the fake news stuff on Google for cannabis doesn't show up on the first page. So if you want to search Google for, say, kidney donors and cannabis, uh, it's okay to do that. <laughs> and just make sure that the website you do click on, um, I, I guess it's hard to see if it's reputable or not. But no, that's why um, we try to give them just a couple re people a couple resources because, yeah, you can get into the weeds uh pun intended just just hitting any old thing but i i would say like you said leafly's a great resource they have actual educational information and i think green flower is a good resource and until they get the youtube thing figured out we're still there we're a good resource for for information it's just not as broad of a library right. as a place Pot of like yeah, potofwellness.com 
So, yeah. You know, I, I'm on the fence about those new ones. Um, on one end, I'm happy that someone is trying to find a solution for us. And the other, I think we need to dig in our heels and say, listen, people, we're here. We're not going away. Right. Um, you know, right. you we could be benefiting here. off of our ads and just have really strict guidelines on ads to not be selling product, but to be great for branding and putting out content and knowledge. Um, that's what people thirst for. I can get a text message from any dispensary I want to find out their specials. I don't need to see that on social media. So um, I, I feel like, no, I don't feel we should go to these new networks. I think we should just keep fighting and still having Facebook pages and Instagram accounts. Or do we just give the middle finger and just spend time on LinkedIn, which hasn't done anything to any cannabis companies ever or Twitter. So it's... <laughs> Right. Here, here I am. When you get me started on social media and cannabis, I go on a rampage. Yeah, no, I think. Well, I that's think good. That's what we like to hear. I think. <laughs> I think the. Uh, yeah. I definitely think digging in the heels and not just. I don't, and I don't think Green Flower has any intention. Right off to our own little. Yeah, corner. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to continue. They've got, you know, enough going on now where they can have a lawyer or professionals actually fight sure. that battle for them versus the little guys who just get shut down and change their name and reopen the next day. So, I mean, you know, I think just the way that we've even shown up and, and created all these businesses and, and media options for people in such a short amount of time, um, I think that'll just exponentially continue in the next, you know, coming years. I mean, fuck, we got Boehner now, whatever. That's a whole nother rant, but that's just an example of stuff we haven't even thought of. Laura, you know, when you see his pictures in the past five years, you know that guy's high as fuck because his eyes are always bloodshot. That's the hangover from the day before. That's his hangover. Well, let's hope he's come to the light side and and, uh, is laying off the booze and sticking to a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, no, he's still an out. Let's see if he's finding a way to get a little he's more connected. Still an alcohol and cigarette guy. I think the the watery eye is the smoke from his cigarette dangling off his lip, kind of going up and burning his eyeball. But yeah, he says he still hasn't partaken. But he he now he I think he I th- instead of saying that he he realized there was money in it, like in cigarette lobby, he said that he met a veteran or something that he decided maybe it was good for him. Yeah. Right. So that's a like I said, that's a whole nother rant. But that's like a when the pigs fly kind of thing though, that Boehner's actually pro pot advocate now and he's, you know, on a board. If you told me that five years ago. So who knows where we'll be? I you know, I, I do think there's some great voices like we talked about last week was Fareed sending letters about changing it from schedule to off schedule completely and so there's some, there's at least some reputable voices now kind of joining our chant of that it is definitely not a Schedule One drug, and that's where the change is going to be. Well, you know, I just, that's it. I just had a little interesting thought about this, which is, you know, my way of thinking about these things is always just a little twisted, right? But <laughs> I'm thinking about how many people I know who have been, let's just say, taken advantage of. Uh, in their desire to support the growth and building of this industry, right? And they've been taken advantage of primarily because there's no federal 
backup for contracts that people set up and do and agreements that they make and things like that. So they find themselves down the pathway, not receiving their fair share of contracts they set up. And then they're like, oh, but I can't appeal this too far because there's no laws in my favor, right? Uh, fingers crossed that they can do this to all these rich white guys too. <laughs> well, we already know have one and that's Boehner and that's what counts. Take advantage of them, get everything we can out of them and then psh, spit them on the side. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. You got you a con. Let's work the, the, the bad for good. Sometimes you think you have a contract <laughs> and you find out it's unenforceable beyond, you know, very lower levels. Right. So that's some people... Of people who were probably paid paid to not really enforce it and in the, the first place. And most of the people that set the contracts up, you know, are the ones that know damn well it's not enforceable. But they use it as a right, exactly. as a, a comfort level for investors, as if here's a contract. Right. Here's like paid. here you go, it's good. Yeah. You're yeah. covered. Yeah, look look at all the names we put on the contract. Yeah. Look at all the fancy words. Yeah. They say everything you want to hear. So we have a couple of options for people to still go look. How can, so like Amy was saying, I get those email or those text messages every day too. I can't go to any of those dispensaries and I get all their specials every day, just rubbing it in my face, but more to keep me up to date on stuff. But a lot of people don't get those because they either haven't been into this, that particular dispensary yet. Um, do all the Bridget do or Amy do all the dispensaries have uh, websites like can people go and just pop on websites what's your recommendation for that I mean me I use Leafly I'm all about the Leafly and I just go through to their Leafly pages, you know, I, and I hit the map wherever I'm at in town, whatever. So Leafly is my go-to. I don't even bother with their individual websites, generally speaking, unless it's a specific product I really like and I want to find it at a different right. dispensary. That's the only time I found myself uh, going to a, you know, a website for. So you're a newbie and you want to. You know, for any kind you're of a new person. Well, not wanna... just that, but a lot don't have daily updates on their websites because they don't have a professional website person. Um, they're still startups right. and they still do business as startups much. If you do a Google search yeah. for websites around the Valley for dispensaries, uh, first of all, your ears will bleed because their nephew did it. And so they're yeah. not updated consistently for people to see um, <clears throat> the specials and everything. So Leafly, right again uh are they going to be the next target yeah i think because they have their own right. platform and their own app at this point they're at least safer than using someone else's platform but i agree you know everybody's at risk how does net neutrality play into all of this and or not you know i mean there's so many little elements to this of who is really in charge of what's on the internet and who gets to say what can and can't be there or not why or, do they you care know, Right, that too. But I mean, sometimes they care because the things being done on the internet really are like, you know, atrocious or what have you. Right. Well, I didn't you want know, to get too far know. off into net neutrality because that, that quick right. sucked us under. 
I'm just trying to. I'm at cannabis and social media. That's our topic well, today. And my question more <laughs> is related to, and I think we answered it, but I just want to be sure we're we're answering the right question. My question is more of, you know, again, our listener being someone that perhaps is new to cannabis and doesn't know how to learn about the new, you know, wanting to learn about other dispensaries that are. Or no, no, I'm strict, strictly talking shopping. I'm not talking about education okay. at this point, since they can't, since there's not as easy of a social media presence for them to shop at, because we were saying how they're getting shut down and you can't go on, pop on social right. media. And like we do for a lot of our researching, like Yelp for restaurants, um, Leafly is a good way to learn about it. Is there any other recommendations we have? Because they're not getting, like I was saying, they're not getting the text because they haven't been in and signed up. You know, they don't already have a relationship with a lot of, a lot of dispensaries. And I know a lot of the people that I counsel are nervous about going to brand new places. So they ask me about how to learn. Well, about why it. don't they just go to the certification clinic where they got their card for that information? about what information about what stores if they're if they're looking to learn why don't they go to the certification clinic where they got their card they want to learn about um, stores where to shop I'm, I'm talking about learning about shopping i think the only way to do that laura is leafly period that's why i'm asking yeah if they're updated and a lot of dispensaries don't update them because if they're in the middle of the nowhere and there's no dispensary around them, they don't have competition. They don't update their menu because they don't, they feel they don't need to. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, so are, yeah, unfortunately, people are kind of SOL. Yeah. And kind of my point, because that's basically what I tell them too, without going in and, you know, going and buying a gram at five different shops and see if you like the shop. A lot of them are just too nervous to go to shops, you know, brand new without a recommendation or, so-and-so's been there and it's a lovely place i can't say that because there's like how many in phoenix now so i usually recommend leafly and i'm just you know was curious if you had any better ideas but i think it is leafly is it for now as far as definitely getting a picture of any place in town or wherever whatever town it is you live in i'm i'm referring probably to phoenix because of the exorbitant amount of options there agreed that's basically it then. yeah that's pretty much it yeah i haven't heard of anybody else really coming to the market with anything great i mean i've heard some different things about what weed maps is supposedly trying to do here and there but i mean there are times where i'll check both weed maps and leafly just to see if there's any contradicting or whatever you know what have you but generally speaking i always prefer leafly and i don't even bother anything else and they have an app so you know i literally keep the app right in my medicine folder boom boom leafly open figure out what's yeah, it's up. on my first page of my phone too and sometimes that's just to just to do a quick scan of locations or like you're where am i what's nearby yeah. you know you never know when you're traveling and it's good everywhere you know i mean leafly has been around i don't know when they started but i know i saw them i started seeing them a long time ago and in my mind, they are definitely one of the original, mm -hmm. you know, services like that. Uh, and, uh, and expanded from being just a map to education. So you can learn about the strain. Yeah. 
And with the amount of, you know, I mean, most dispensaries in some way or another encourage their patients to interact with Leafly sometimes via bribes, AKA free pre-rolls or whatever. But, you know, I don't really even have a problem with that, honestly, uh, because they don't ever say like, oh, it has to be a good review, you know, in order for you to get the free pre-roll. So review it, review it, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, that's helpful. I, I definitely use the reviews on Leafly to, help direct where I shop for different things. You know, like when I want to make a really high quality tincture, I go to actually Herbal Wellness Center because I feel like they have really high quality flour, right? So start with greatness and then my product is great, etc. You know, there's different places for different stuff, but Leafly is my go-to to figure that out ahead of time. So I don't waste too much money trying to figure that out. So on it's basically own. Yelp for dispensaries. Right. It really is. Oh. And as much as people talk trash about it and the fact that they do sometimes give out free pre-rolls, I mean, I find that when you have a massive number of people doing reviews or commenting or what, what have you, like, generally speaking, you know, not saying that all those people are super well-educated on everything to do with cannabis. I mean, of course, as neither are average Yelp oh, reviewers, you know, just average people. I won't get you started, but the point being, Monsters. like, still, once there's enough people, you probably can get a really actually relatively accurate For sure. viewpoint from looking at the overall scope of things once there's quantity of reviews, you know, which Leafly has developed over the years. Agreed. Agreed. Ooh, consistency <laughs> is key, man. Consistency is key. But it's so hard in this business. I mean, these dispensaries, half of them have changed their names two or three times yeah. since they, you know, hit the ground. Yeah. They, they're early, early adapt adopters. Uh, few have opted out. It was not quite what they thought it was. <laughs> right. Cool. So what else do we need to well, talk about? Yeah, no, I think we're going to, you know, kind of wrap it up, except Amy, if you want to give us any other parting thoughts, shout outs, talk, you know, if you want to guide or direct anybody anywhere. Um, everybody's always free to email me. Uh, my website is gethybridsocial.com. My email is amy at gethybridsocial.com and just ask questions and I'm happy to take a look at everybody's stuff and about social give, media. Some, give a little bit of freebie advice for you guys having me on here. Uh, but otherwise, just you can't get arrested for Googling. I tell people, don't ever be afraid to just Google it. And uh, that's my again, favorite text back to my kids these days. My favorite text. Yeah. Back. Google it. Why are you asking? Yeah, Google it. You can't get arrested for Googling it. Oh. You're not going to get like sirens around your house and you have to lock your doors and hide behind the curtains because you Googled something about fibromyalgia and medical marijuana. <laughs> You're not going to go to prison for 20 years. Unfortunately, people really do think that they can. And that's why this is a scary, you know, it's awesome. I yeah. love being in it, but it can be scary true it's so funny because if they were going to be worried i should be the most worried i literally have like 12 google alerts that are cannabis related you know, like I'm just, tell me every single thing that comes out about cannabis medical marijuana cannabis and wellness health you know like i have all these alerts man i love those I google alerts 
Oh, well, I'm pretty famous in my little town about being the the pop mama. So <laughs> there's Sedona Google. Yeah, I'm pretty much the Sedona Google. You can reach Bridget or I at potofwellness.com anytime or here. There's a place to leave any of us messages, and we'll get them to Amy if it's Amy related. And you didn't catch the contact info, just leave us a voicemail here at the podcast and we'll get back to you. Any wrap-ups? I'm going into the Verizon store so I can get my dig on speakerphone fixed on my phone. So hopefully everybody that's been listening to us for this long will be happy to hear that. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to play Xbox and have my lunch. Awesome. Nice. I'm going to write an article for Canna Cactus for their June edition, which is actually due tomorrow. So nothing like nothing like wait until the last minute to wrap that. Out of love deadline, huh? What is it you always tell me, Bridget? Pressure makes diamonds? Some shit like that? <laughs> Something like that. Something All like right, that. All right, ladies. It's been a blast. Love y'all. Bye, ladies. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Amy, from Get Hybrid uh, Social.com. We appreciate you, and um, we will talk again soon at Canna Friends, hopefully. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com.